agree. I think there is so much history and so many people have died or, or moved on and lived here before. Well, London is particularly dense with it. I mean, mm. In some way, you know, layers and layers of civilization and history have happened here and, and that has to have an effect. Mm. But also the rationalising of thinking you've seen something that you can't possibly have seen, so therefore we didn't see it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's what great horrors are made of and great books yeah, as well. well hopefully. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so you write in, you've got a couple of perspectives in the Oversight Trilogy. How easy was it to get into the into characters? Well, I like that. And I like writing a multi-stranded story because it enables you to inhabit the worlds of the different characters. And I think if, you, if you're seeing it from their perspective, you're automatically producing a sort of more multi-dimensional invented reality that's sort of richer both to read and to write. And it's kind of fun because you don't, the book I'm writing at the moment is a different one. I'm writing my first first-person book, and that has different challenges because you have to keep things fresh. But when you're writing an objective reality of different characters' journey through a world, as an analogy, it's like uh, a filmmaker choosing different camera angles, and it's kind of fun to ring the changes. So mm. I don't find that a problem. I find that you know, a joy. That's a really good way of looking at it. And I guess, so you were a screenwriter... First. I was a screenwriter first, and before I was a screenwriter, I used to be a film editor. And when I first left university, I went and worked for BBC and edited films. So I've always liked the aspect of telling stories that is to do with pacing and also changing perspective. And I think actually in a funny way, I wouldn't advise it for everybody as a way of becoming a writer, but it certainly informed the way that I write is having been a film editor first, because you learn about creating narrative, you learn about pacing, and you learn about the strange thing that happens when you change the juxtaposition of things. So just by changing the order in which you show the same shots, you can change the emotion of a scene. And in the same way, in changing the order in which you tell a story, you can change the emotion of a chapter. Mm, that's so interesting. Is it is it really different writing a novel to screenwriting? Yes, yeah, screenwriting is very different because if you're screenwriting, you're only writing for the camera lens and the microphone. Because if it can't be picked up by a camera, or if it can't, in other words, if it's not dialogue or something visual, you don't put it in a screenplay. So it's a very spare Spartan writing style. You can't write what a character is thinking. You have to find either a visual correlative for it or you have to find some dialogue that says it hopefully without saying it too on the nose. Whereas the joy of writing a book is you can you can do anything. You're free. In the same way that you can open any book as a reader and travel anywhere in space and time, depending on what the book's about. As a writer, you can go anywhere. I can say, you know, I love the freedom of switching between the two because I like the constraint of screenwriting where you're just writing for the camera and the microphone. And I love the freedom of writing a book, which is a different kind of freedom where you're the king of everything. You can go inside the, the character's head. You can tell the audience what is thinking, what she's thinking, what she's doing, what she's frightened of. And you can't do that in a screenplay. So the two, the two muscles complement each other, but they're different. They're not the same muscle. Mm. And you yourself, you're an avid reader or listener. My wife is the big listener in the family. But I've, yeah, I've always read, and I think all writers, you know, we, you know, Stephen King famously said, writers are the people who read half the time and write the other half the time. Mm. And um, my wife is very lucky because she's an artist, so she's able to listen to books on the table, Audible, while she, um, she gets through several Audible subscriptions here. <laughs> um, as I can't read or listen to stuff while I'm writing, obviously, I tend to listen. In fact, when I swim, I swim every morning, I swim yeah, a mile. I saw this. I'm fascinated by this. It's great. It's, and, and so I just, I've got a waterproofed iPod that I just clip on the back of my goggles, and then I swim a mile, and someone reads me a story. And it, it's brilliant because, hey, I get some, some vitamin S, some story, you know, vitamin in me, you know, at the beginning of the day, as well as exercise. And also, it takes away from the enormous boredom of swimming laps. If you're swimming a mile, it's the most boring thing in the world. But if you have a story going, sometimes I end up swimming more because, oh, I want to get to the end of the chapter. So mm. it's, a, it's a circle of virtue. 
And as a narrator yourself, I mean, you've you've narrated books two and three. Um, how important is voice for the for the stories you're being told? I think it's important, and I can't judge my voice, but uh, it, make, it makes a huge difference to me. For example, a book that I, when I was at university, that I, as many students do, I pretended I'd read some of the books that I was meant to read and didn't read them. And I never managed to get through Middlemarch. Whereas I, last year, I, I swam many miles listening to Juliet Stevenson reading Middlemarch. And it was fantastic and it was joyous. And it was entirely her performance brought the words to life in a way that my reading when I was 18, 19 hadn't managed to bring it to life for me. Mm-hmm. And she's just read with such passion and subtlety and sense of humor that she brought out the humor in the book. I'd never realized it was such a funny book, but the, she brings out the wry irony in the writing in the way that I, certainly at 17 and 18, was much too dense to understand. So I think the voice makes a huge, huge difference. Mm, um, I completely agree. And I think Juliet Stevenson in particular is just fabulous. One yeah. of my favorites from her is Wuthering Heights. Again, mm. listening to a classic is just... Well, that sounds like the next one. I <laughs>